influencers. Let's get bouge. Listen to Abe Thompson for an hour. I'd rather fuck a blood relative. It's Abe Thompson. Bum, 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 bum. Uh, ladies and gents, welcome back to the Abe Thompson Show. Uh, known known commercially as Abe Thompson and other disappointments. A show designed to bring you um, uh, down, mostly. Uh, it's a bummer. It's a real fucking downer over here. Uh, to even out, you know, all the joy in the world <laughs> that you feel. To temper that shit a bit. Um, I hope you've all enjoyed the recent guest shows. Who have we had on, man? We've had, uh, I had a great chat with Patsy Stevenson. Uh, and then Nina Parker, uh, Robespierre. I've got Rufus Hound coming up in a few weeks. That's pretty cool. Uh, shit's getting good. Shit is getting exciting. It feels like we're on our on our way to something. I don't know where that is. Probably a 2 a.m. shift in a local radio station. But it's still exciting-ish, sort of. <laughs> but um, anyway, what else should I update you on before we get into this week's episode proper? Um, quick doff of the cap to the Patreons, as ever. I had a lovely beer and a chat with one of my Patreon backers the other night, one of my God-tier subscribers. Uh, like, if, if you jump on Patreon, it's patreon.com forward slash aid Thompson, just in case you're curious. Uh, but when you get on there, there's like three tiers, right? There's three levels of benefits and access, if you like. And if you're on the most expensive one, the £10 a month one, which nobody needs to be on, by the way. Although, you know, if you are on that, obviously, I'm very thankful, very grateful that you are. And if if you're on that tier, if you're on the God tier, I do, you know, as a token of my gratitude, I offer you. I, you can have a, a an hour a month with me on Skype, like a sort of, you know, let's get a beer together. And you can ask me anything you like kind of vibe. Ask me anything. Um. And anyway, so that the other night, that was one of those, right? I met Stu from Scotland uh, on there. And uh, and it's funny, man. Like, it's funny how normal and cool people are, you know? Like, I'm not saying I expect, you know, specific people to be fucking oddballs or anything. But it's more like, you know, we all know how many nutters and psychopaths there are out there, right? Like, you would think that if you opened the floor up to people like, hey, you know, have a beer with me, over scup, that people might be a bit odd or, you know, something. But the two guys that I've caught up with so far uh, is this Stu guy and another guy, Mojo Sabian. Uh, both sound as a pound, man. Had a really good time catching up with them. Uh, what else is there? Podcast admin Um So, yes, okay. So, a few of you have been asking uh, about tickets for the September show to celebrate the growth of of the podcast and the Patreon as well. Um, and there are still a few tickets left for that. So if you want to grab tickets for Thursday, the 28th of September, uh, click on the link in the description to this show. I'm going to be at the book club that night. It's in Shoreditch. Uh, so if you love beer and hate Tories, <laughs> come see me. Uh, it's me, Otto English, Ashley Hayden, John left of the countryside. It's going to be fun, man. It's a night of... Uh, you know, obviously the podcast, but also stand up and, you know, fucking around and games and booze. Um, oh, and if you can't make that one, if September's not good for you, then the Riot Society is back. So we did it a night in February. Me, Danny fucking Price, uh, Gemma Forte was there. Um, 
uh, Jolly on Rubenstein. We're going to do another one of those. We, we did one at Glastonbury as well, and now we're doing one in Tower Hill. And that is in November. And you can get tickets to that or the September show if you go to funk-27.co.uk forward slash shows. And there's, you know, there'll, there'll be a link to that in the description too. Right. So let's get into this, shall we? Here is a weird fucking story <laughs> that I found on the Mail Online. Um, now, veteran listeners, my my true hashtag Binfluencer crew uh you guys will recall that in the earlier episodes what i would do is i would take a real americana story and i would rip it apart i'd roast it and they would usually be about you know gun ownership gun crime pharmaceuticals prescription addiction like that sort of thing anyway i saw this i saw this today uh on the daily mail <laughs> the mail online which you know if you're looking for like fun or kooky stories to roast actually the daily mail us <coughs> excuse me, or like the Daily Mail's world section, these are your friends in that scenario. Almost exclusively, they are your friend. Like, you just know there's going to be something weird in there. I mean, look, I, I know that the UK Daily Mail, the UK editorial is just fucking, you know, like a Daily Mail story in the UK section <laughs> is like... Nigel Farage drives Leyland Mini to Dover and physically assaults a 13-year-old refugee while while Jerry Halliwell stuns in Union Jack dress again with rapable toned bot. Like, that is the UK Daily Mail content. That is just trash. We all know what the UK Daily Mail is like. But flick to the US or the Australia sections, and it's... You know, it's almost like they have to find something that is, you know, actually interesting to get their readers to care about something that isn't happening in England. You know, like if you want if you want a Daily Mail reader to give a shit about something that's happening in another country, <laughs> you'd better have a lizard eating a retired wrestler's hand while he slept. You know, and then they're like, whoa, I, I need to see this. You know, <laughs> like it's like it's still trash, I guess. But it's it's weird American trash content, you know, kind of makes you feel better about being British, I guess. Maybe that's the point. <laughs> I don't know. Makes you feel better about being British when you see these. American-y or like any other country foreign trash story like maybe that, that that is actually the vibe like maybe everything is so fucking shit in Britain now <laughs> that we have fuck all to brag or report about you know to make you support the country or support the government or feel good about Brexit or whatever anything that like to elicit feelings of patriotism and so the new flex is you know sort of <laughs> brag journalism at how weird and fucked up all the other countries are you know <laughs> maybe that's the vibe like they can't say brexit's a success they can't lie about 40 new hospitals anymore all of that's done it's tired exhausted finished but what they can do is just you know not report news from the uk anymore and instead they point you at this shit. 
over here. And you're like, yeah, any chance of uh, my taxes coming down soon? Uh, uh, sorry, what? Well, are you going to try and hold the government to account? Are you going to try to get them to stop performing eye-watering buggery on mortgage holders? Well, uh, sh- shut up. Leave me alone. I mean, seriously, like, you, you're a news outlet. Can you just tell us what's going on? They're like, oh, look over there. Look, look how fucked Florida is. You know, like, mark, mark my words. That'll be the way they pivot next. Like, if it's the choice out of acknowledging that they and their people in government, acknowledging that they've ruined the country and made your life impossible, and then apologising and taking responsibility for it, right? Or putting amusement park lights around trank addicts in Philadelphia. (laughs) You know, they're going to opt for the latter. They just are. So anyway, here we go. This is from the Mail Online. Uh, it says, uh, American influencer Sassy Trucker, 29, trapped in Dubai after screaming at rental car employee, now faces two years behind bars. So that is the headline. Let's Let's go over that again. Let's try to make sense of this, guys. Here we go, shall we? So American influencer Sassy Trucker, not her real name, we should say. Sassy Trucker trapped in Dubai after she screamed at a rental car company guy. And so then for shouting at him in public, she now faces two years behind bars. So she's a woman and she's shouted at this man in public. This angrily shouty and and look, I know Dubai get a lot of stuff wrong. <laughs> I mean, I know that on this podcast, we like to think of ourselves as left leaning and progressive. It, it, you know, we are. We are guys, gals, ladies, gents, solidarity and all that. But I'm just saying as a man who has left a succession of women deeply frustrated and shouting at me in public many, many times. I'm just saying it's not nice to listen to. And yeah, maybe a little time to cool off in that cell might not be a bad idea. Give us all a bit of peace and quiet, love. No, I'm I'm not saying that. I'm not. I'm sorry. Sometimes I just can't fucking help myself. But yeah, that is what appears to have happened here. This American influencer lady is in jail We don't really know where she is at the moment, but she could be in jail like for two years because she shouted at this car rental guy. And the story says, uh, Tierra Allen, who goes by the name Sassy Trucker, had her passport confiscated and the family is saying she's facing two years. Uh, I think that's unlikely. I don't know. It just feels like the embassy might step in or something. But like, I get that it must be scary. Anyway, let's try and get a bit more info out of this, shall we? So it says uh, a Texas influencer is trapped in Dubai after having her passport confiscated because she screamed at a rental car agency employee and she's now facing two years in prison. Tierra Young Allen, 29, was arrested in Dubai in May after the altercation at the agency. She had been involved in a fender bender, which involved the rental vehicle being impounded along with her phone and credit cards. 
she said. Once back at the rental agency, she claimed she was told she could only have them back if she paid an undisclosed sum. She fought back, arguing with the employee who made the apparent demand, and then the police were called. It says, uh, uh, Tierra, who calls herself Sassy Trucker online, had her passport confiscated by police and now, despite being freed from custody, cannot get it back. The Emirati authorities are deciding whether or not to press charges against her. In the meantime, her family says she is stuck there, staring at the prospect of two years in jail if prosecuted and convicted. Tierra bills herself as one of the only female trucking influencers in the world. She has visited Dubai multiple times in the past and always documents her trip on social media. It is unclear how Tierra spent, how long she spent in custody or where she now is. So let's back up here a minute. Shall we? Let's just try to glean what's good. So she gets in an accident in the car, right? And there's some damage to the car, I guess. And then they impound the car and confiscate her credit cards and her phone. And they're like, you you can't have these back unless you pay for the damage to the car, you fucking idiot. You see, this is why women shouldn't drive. This is why, you know, because because you can't drive, you stupid bitch. You know, because it's, it's Dubai, right? <laughs> That's... That's the, they only just allowed women to start driving, like, at the turn of the millennium. Then there's still going to be some of these attitudes. I'm not saying I have these attitudes. I don't. I'm just saying, you know, maybe that's the attitude of, like, I don't want to generalize, you know, that everyone in Dubai has that attitude. I, I, you know, I don't want, I'm sure they fucking don't. But also, you know, Dubai itself has generalized quite a bit for quite a while. <laughs> about women and driving. So if I were generalizing, I've got some credit on the account. You know, I've got a get out of jail free card with that shit, even if Sassy Trucker does not. <laughs> anyway, so so they take her cards and her phone and they're like, pay the bill. And she's, you know, she's arguing back. And this guy, you know, in the rental office is like, you know, I mean, to be fair, I think he makes the right decision. I think he's, you know, it's the correct call because when faced with the very real threat to his person, the physical intimidation that he must have felt, you know, the need as a worker in a small business to protect his customers, he had no other option than to call the police. <laughs> he just didn't. Like, I think that's what's so pathetic about this whole thing, you know. Like, this woman drives a rental. She gets into a fender bender, as they call it in America. But this is not a violent crime sort of thing that's going on. It's not even a fraud, is it? It's like, it's a debate around whether she should get her cards and phone back or not. And then probably, you know, a spirited one around who's paying for the new indicator. Or, you know, wing mirror that came off or whatever. But ultimately, it's a conversation about insurance. It's the most boring thing in the world. And understandably, the woman gets frustrated because <laughs> she's like, what the fuck are you doing? Withholding my phone and my cards and shit. And then this guy, <laughs> unthreatened, no need to protect anyone from this woman's violence or <laughs> or danger or anything, and this motherfucker is like, oh, I don't, I don't have to deal with this shit. <laughs> this, this is Dubai. I, I'll just call the cops and get her jailed for being annoying. <laughs> like, the cops rock up. They're like, uh, 
this one over here yeah 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 that's her what what was she doing did she uh, steal a car was she drinking while driving or no 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 uh she was shouting while female all right cool yeah got it come on come on bitch this way in the back watch your head like this this is what happens when you let male fragility scale up to state-sponsored misogyny it is mad but fuck it like here's here's a weird thought though right like what if because this lady is a an influencer right and her whole thing is like being a female trucker right what if this whole thing is an orchestrated effort by dubai <laughs> who begrudgingly gave women the right to drive in like 2000 or something what if they're like Look, well, you know, we'll take a high-profile female trucker and we'll make a big thing out of her, you know, getting in a fender bender and ending up in jail for two years. And then it's like, you know, look, even the most competent female drivers can't help but fuck up and land themselves in jail. So maybe we need a rethink here, lads. You know, like, I know that sounds stupid. Obviously, they wouldn't do that. I'm almost positive that they wouldn't do that. That is not what this is. But... But then I don't know, you know, I never would have thought that Saudi Arabia would have lured a Washington Post journalist into an embassy and hacked him to fucking pieces. But they did that shit. So who knows what's going on in that region, right? <laughs> I don't know. Do you, think, do you think that's why she was, you know, reportedly screaming at the guy? Do you think that's actually what was going on? Is because, you know, she's driven these fucking 18-wheeler trucks through blizzards and storms and then she's parallel parked them and she's a shit hot driver of lorries and trucks you know and then this guy is like i loaned you my rental prius and fucking look at the bumper and she's like your bumper was like that already and he's like bullshit <laughs> you bullshit me your women cannot drive and she's like oh really i drive for a living motherfucker i drive industrial trucks across iced up lakes. You think I can't switch lanes in a Prius? Get the fuck out of it. I'm paying for that shit. And he's like, you break car, you swear, you shout at me, and you have vagina. These are these are all serious crimes in Dubai. I am calling the police. You know, just a just a clash of cultures going on in the fucking Hertz rental offices of Dubai. Or whatever. I don't know if it's Hertz. Probably a fucking, you know, Kingdom of Dubai embassy of car rentals or some shit, isn't it? Anyway, so I'm reading this story, right? And I'm thinking, God, you know, how scary must that be, though? How scary is it that you can just, you know, get in an argument out there in a retail setting and then the police just come and pick you up you know and you get your passport confiscated and now you're trapped in this foreign country where the jails are just like i don't know if you know this man but but the jails in dubai are like infamously bad like filthy like awful like and there's beatings there's starvation there's overcrowding <laughs> 
Like, it's like, it's how I imagine people like Dominic Raab would like the British justice system to descend to, you know? Just switch his fucking NDA with that girl for like, you know, instead of free speech advocates restricting a woman's speech, you just full on toss her in jail, you know? <laughs> like, I really think that's what they would see as an optimum British judicial system. Like, instead of two men to a cell in a Victorian prison in South London or whatever, it's five in a shit pit in their perfect setting. Instead of jailing heroin addicts who fucking burgled a flat or whatever, it's football coaches for owning a vape. <laughs> I don't know if you saw that story. That was fucking terrifying. A vapor in Dubai jailed for fucking years. Like, imagine having a passport taken while they decide what they're going to do with you, you know, in that country, in that city. Must be fucking terrifying. Like, like sometimes my girlfriend will be like, she'll say, everything's so crazy here at the moment, you know, the mortgages, the public services are all creaking, the economy's fucked, the Tories are just evil, you know, they're getting more authoritarian by the day. It's all getting so shit, Aid. Like, maybe we just emigrate. Maybe we move somewhere. Maybe we just move to Dubai. And I'm like, like you, you don't like how authoritarian it's getting here. So you want to move to Dubai? What the fuck? That's like saying, that's like saying, yeah, I'm, do you know what? I'm not feeling London anymore. Yeah. Yeah. The, the corruption is rife here. I might move to St. Petersburg for a bit. Like, oh, okay then. It's good to get out of politics. You know, it's, it's good to exit politics. There's a culture of sexism and misogyny throughout parliament oh okay cool so what are you going to do next i'm joining the met right okay so yeah just imagine being in that country man being that scared and alone and trapped like it must be horrifying like like at least a dubai princess you know like I mean, she was trapped sure like i don't know if you remember that that documentary it cropped up on Newsnight or dispatches or something but like she was trapped, but at least she was still a fucking princess, you know? <laughs> like you don't have a passport, sure, you know, and you want to see the rest of the world and rent a flat in New York and study in Brazil or whatever. Yeah, and that's sad. You are trapped and everyone acknowledges that. I get it. But you are still a princess. <laughs> so there's a limit to the solidarity. I'm sorry. <laughs> in your elite tier hotel suite with your cleaners and your private gym. And you're skydiving selfies and shit. Like, it's concerning and, you know, misogynistic that you're, that you're controlled in the way that you are. But I'm just saying, if it's contrasted with sassy trucker here, <laughs> and I'm, I'm with sassy. I'm just saying, right? Like, I feel significantly worse for sassy having her passport taken with none of the princess trimmings on the side. Like, we still don't know if she's even, like, got her cards or her phone back or whatever. Like, her last YouTube, I noticed, was, like, five months ago. And the recent tweets I saw, they've just been, you know, little retweets of, you know, non-consequential. Like, nothing about this Dubai situation. Like, her last Instagram was two years ago. Her last TikTok was seven weeks ago. So, like, I'm saying, like, did she, did she get her fucking phone back? You know, like... That is, that is probably the most darkly funny thing about this. It's like, like, I think she's about my age. 
Maybe she's a little bit younger. I don't know. But, like, she's roughly the same generation. And honestly, like, all of the scary stuff that you hear about Dubai, all of the horror stories about British football coaches getting beaten for five days straight till they sign a confession that they don't even understand and they end up on a 25 stretch or something because they had a CBD vape away. You know, the jails, the confiscations, the death by stoning, all the fucking terrifying horror stories. But honestly, if you want to scare anyone that was born out like after 1980, <laughs> just, the, just the threat of having our phones taken away, that is scary enough, lads. You know, like, I find myself reading this story, and I'm honestly sat here like a cartoon of a person, you know, frightened on behalf of... Like, my hand is on my chest, and I'm like, oh, oh my, you know, <laughs> arrested for shouting in a foreign country, hasn't uploaded content since. But honestly, like, I'm sat here like a kid at the end of Bambi. Like, did, did she ever get her phone back, though? <laughs> Not like that's the important bit, you know? Anyway, so there's more stories about, uh, stories, sorry, there's more content and articles about this on uh, the CBS News site, um, which is pretty good, by the way. If you ever want America or, you know, America-related stories, uh, then I love the CBS site. It's pretty cool. And it says that this whole thing could be, like, not definitely, but could be something that they believe is a common extortion scam. And it's done on tourists out in that part of the world quite frequently, apparently. And they, they tell you how it kind of works, right? So you, like, you land in Dubai, uh, you go and rent a car, you give them your credit card information, your passport number. Sometimes you, you give them your passport and you know that's your sort of collateral until you give them the car back or the, the moped or whatever. And then you bring the car back and then they saddle you with a load of extra charges you know, or they say that you've damaged the car. And then in the meantime, they've tried to use your credit cards and they've attempted to run payments on them and they, they buy each other other shit on your cards, you know, for themselves. And, and then they tell you that if you don't pay $5,000 to fix these non-existent damages, they're going to have to call the police, you know? Like, it's a racket, right? It's like, you know, oh, I can keep you out of jail. But it's going to cost you five grand, you know, we, we can we can look after your street from those hoodlum gangsters over there that keep smashing your windows. But it's going to cost you five grand protection money. You know, it's that, that sort of thing. Or we can we can govern you and we can keep you safe, but but it's going to cost you the highest tax burden you could ever fucking imagine. Not in your wildest dreams. Could you imagine this level of tax? Hand it over. And we'll keep you safe. We pro it's the same thing. It's a racket is what they're saying this is on CBS News. And uh, and they've got a couple of quotes here from, uh, from somebody called Rada Sterling, who is the CEO of an organisation called Detained in Dubai, which is a non-profit. And, uh, and she's like, uh, yeah, this sort of shit happens all the time. Like, it's bullshit. Like, she was arrested on May the 16th. She was bailed the same day but passport withheld. It says she was told at the police station that she had been accused of shouting, <laughs> which, which under Emirates law is illegal under offensive behaviour, which I have to say I'm a huge fan of. 
Like, like imagine being so state brutal that you might literally sentence people to death by stoning and fucking public beheadings and shit. Like, no mercy brutality. And then when the rest of the world is like, whoa, 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 hang on, Dubai. Like, come on, come on, lads, this is a bit much. And then they're like, oh, Jesus, you know, you guys are so fucking sensitive. Bloody Western snowflakes. Like, chill out. This is what we do, you know. Meanwhile, the thing that is too far for them <laughs> is, is a woman raising her voice. You know? <laughs> and then it's like, oh, yeah, quick, throw that bitch in jail. Stat, you know, before, before it gets uncivil around here. <laughs> fucking... Ridiculous. Anyway, anyway, it goes on. It says, it says for shouting, which is offensive behavior, stoning someone, inoffensive. P- PG rated, probably. Like you, could, you could probably actually go and watch a stoning with your dad in the town square in Dubai or fucking Riyadh. Or like, I bet it is actually PG rated. It's so fucked up. Anyway, shouting, which is deemed offensive behavior, apparently warrants up to uh, two years in prison uh, and a fine and deportation. Rather sterling told CBS News. So basically, while she's awaiting a decision by the uh, Dubai police, there is the possibility, according to this detained in Dubai CEO, that she could face two years in prison, right? Like, imagine that shit just for shouting. Just for shouting. And it would be a tragedy as well, right? Because, I mean, obviously there's the human rights angle to it. You know, the poor treatment of inmates, the injustice, the draconian, disproportionate response of jailing someone for years just for, you know, raising their voice. But... But also, I mean, as a content creator, (laughs) like, like, I'm not saying it's not terrifying. Obviously, it must be terrifying. And I'm not saying I don't feel for her. I very much do feel for her. But I reckon if that was me, right, if I got slung in jail for two years, just when I finally got my face in the papers... And people were, like, searching the internet for my name, you know, and they were interested in what I had to say about things and subscribers soaring and views and likes exploding. I still reckon, even though I'd be worried about my survival and missing my family, like, I still think there would be a part of me that would be like, fuck, man, I'm missing my zeitgeist here. (laughs) Like, you know what I mean? Like, I should be out there making follow-up videos and vlogs and and guesting on podcasts and doing follow-up clips like, you know, what I learned getting arrested in Dubai and (laughs) how it feels to be trapped with no passport because she's an influencer, right? And the news cycle, the algorithms are everything. And I'd just be there in my cell. I would be like, oh, man, nobody's going to care about this shit in two days, let alone two years. Like, I'm missing my wave here. Like this is an international news story, man. I've got I've got five hours tops before mail readers go back to some puff piece about Farage boarding a small boat like a pirate, you know, like clutching a pair of scissors or a fucking a cutlass, you know, and getting celebrated by the mail for some maritime hunting of asylum seekers. It is a matter of hours, guys, until people's eyes get tired of this shit 
and I miss my chance. Content is king and timing is everything. Guys, make sure you come to my live show. Uh, who's coming? Who's coming to see me? 28th of September at the book club in Shoreditch. It's going to be fun. Uh, big doff for the cap to the Patreon backers. Thank you so much for continuing your support of the show. Uh, shout outs to Simon, Sarah, Ned, Jeff, Alex, Aaron and T-Rex. Then we've got Stuart, Silent, Pingu, Peter Del Monte, uh, Mojo Sabian, David, Chris, Kai and Bowman. Thank you so, so much, guys. Looking forward to meeting uh, a whole shit ton of you, hopefully, at the uh, at the gig at the book club in Shoreditch uh, in, what is that, six weeks' time? Eight weeks' time? I don't know. Anyway, take care of yourselves. Keep it strictly hashtag Binfluencer. Keep it booge. I'm out this motherfucker. Motherfucker.